0: This is the Straight Truth Podcast. Biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. All right, Pastor, I've heard um, some good conversations, of conversion stories of people that came to faith, first by making friends with other Christians, Christians who befriended them and, and, and also took the opportunity to evangelize them. And, uh, and that's always had an impact on me and uh, especially when I think about my own neighbors and, and people in my, um, in my community, of how best to evangelize someone or even just make friendships with someone who's from a, in an, another religion entirely. Not just talking about somebody who grew up in the religious south, who, uh, who yeah. has a kind of form of what they call Christianity and uh, that kind of know the verbiage and, um, and the way of life, but somebody who's, who's from a, a completely other religion or maybe that is so secular and so, say, left-minded, that that anything Christian related is just complete, completely disgusting to them in their view. So my question is this, you know, how can Christians effectively navigate and even nurture some of those relationships with individuals from different faiths while maintaining, of course, their own beliefs, but a desire to evangelize them?
1: Yeah. Let me answer that if I could just, just uh, out of my own life, because I've had relationships like that with people over the years. And, and so, you know, how did I think about that? How did I kind of navigate that? And a few thoughts. One, there's nothing in our lives that isn't dedicated to Christ. And that includes our Christian friendships. Mm-hmm. So, our marriage, Christ is first. Raising our children, Christ is first. Christian friendships, Christ is first. So, as I have this relationship with a person who doesn't know Jesus and belongs to an entirely, not, not even a professing Christian, right? An entirely different faith, I must never lose sight of the fact that Christ must be preeminent in that relationship. So my, my my friendship with him is genuine and that's gotta be true. I care about them for real, like just on a personal level, I care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm not just constantly angling to share the gospel, right. which would make the relationship artificial. I really care about you, you're, you're my mm-hmm. friend, but I never forget that you're lost because here's what can happen, Josh, if we're not careful. You, when friendships are formed, we will find common ground wherever that common ground exists. So let's say I have a friendship with a person that's based on sports. You mm-hmm. know, As you know, I'm a big sports guy, I like sports. So now I've got a friend who doesn't know Jesus. Maybe they're a Mormon, maybe they're a Muslim. But we both like football. It's so easy to find yourself just talking about those things each time you get together. Mm-hmm. And almost, I've just decided to shelve for a lifetime Hmm. the fact that this man doesn't know Christ. You cannot do that. Mm -hmm. So my prayers for him, my desires for him, and my alertness and readiness for opportunities the Lord might provide with him must always be before my my mind's eye. And I've just gotta make sure in my own heart that I keep that a priority. I look for ways that I can demonstrate uh, God's kindness and truth to this person. Mm -hmm. So in ways, again, that are not artificial and awkward and weird, when something comes up where I have an opportunity, even just to give a word of witness, I wanna do that. Mm -hmm. So probably if I have this friendship, he knows where I'm at, I know where he's at, he knows Mm -hmm. what I believe, I know what he believes. But when he wants to attribute something, let's just say for example, to fate, Mm. I just wanna with a grin remind (laughs) him that's not fate. There's, mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's the living God. God works through his providence mm-hmm. in ways that amaze us. Mm-hmm. Just ways, just small opportunities for witness to this person. Mm. And love, I, I think sort of overarchingly addresses everything I'm talking about. You love, you love these people, mm-hmm. you must genuinely love them. I think this is what's most surprising to people who don't know Christ is the love they meet with in Christian people. Mm. I, I think it's, it's, it, it tears down defenses in ways that intellectual jousting will never do. We tend to think we're, that the most powerful influence we're going to have is in the realm of intellectual arguments when the most powerful influence we have is Christ-likeness. Hmm. I'm not diminishing, I'm not, I'm not, as you know, we're not among those who say witness without words. There is no mm-hmm. witness ultimately without words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the open door for those words, mm-hmm. for the truth of the gospel, will often be the way you've loved this person. Hmm. And now they begin to have questions, God providentially introduces circumstances that bring these people to points of crisis and they're looking for answers and they know know their friend (laughs) Hmm. who happens to, to have gone through things that they've witnessed and yet there's a peace and a joy and a stability in their lives that they don't have. And now they begin to look to you for, 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 for conversation mm-hmm. and answers about those things. Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess in all that you, what you've said, you're also encouraging Christians to be patient because you never know when those opportunities might come or when the Lord might open those doors. It's not gonna be every single time or it's not gonna be just today, it might be a year from now.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 And, and if we're called to separate our, we need to remember this, if we're called to separate ourselves from relationships it's those who profess to be christians and aren't you know that they're, they're mm-hmm. living lives that are under discipline of the church mm-hmm. that that's where separation occurs because the lord has not designed that he takes us out of the world mm-hmm. but rather that he keeps us in the midst of it mm-hmm. so we're not called to live lives of isolation which is why i delight in friendships like those you're describing i delight to be around people who don't know christ yeah. because it gives me an yeah. opportunity to share uh, my Lord with them.
0: Yep, yep. And that's good. I was going to ask you that question too because in a previous podcast, I asked you um, about an individual who had claimed to know the Lord for a long time and now has veered off course. They're more Unitarian in their beliefs. And then how should Christians, Christian friends of that person, how should they deal with that? Yeah. Now? And you gave one response to that, which is different than what you're saying now. These, right. This is a person who's never known the Lord. And even is from a different religion. You mentioned Mormonism or or Islam or something like that. And so how should Christians deal with that person? What you're saying, I love this too, is exercise patience, be faithful, be their friend, but look for those opportunities to evangelize. Yeah, that's good and helpful. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.